Welcome back to another episode of the Philosophical Podcast. I am your host, Justin Kristen. Today I want to talk about three things that make me feel good that are separate from diet and exercise. And I think it's important to touch on these three things, not that these are the only three things, but outside of exercise and nutrition, there are many things in our lives that go on that can help us live a more fulfilled life and set ourselves up for success long-term. So when it comes to life in general, these are three things that came to mind that, that make me feel good. And the first one is making my bed. And I know a lot of us have probably heard some sort of stories about how you should make your bed in the morning because it sets you up for success. It's, it's a small task that for the box checks for the box checkers, which I am not necessarily one of those, but I do realize that it does help when I do get tasks done. But making the bed in the morning is one of those things that also lines up with how I like orderliness, how I like some sort of routine. I I tend away from or I, I shy away from the chaoticness. I like to have some sort of routine in my in my everyday life. And Making the bed is one of those things that when I walk back into my room after training sessions or after a long day or w- whatever it may be, when the bed is made, it's a sense of, of order, I guess. And it, it's almost stress relieving, if, if that makes sense. Not that I'm a clean freak, but I like to have things in their place because it saves me. Like it, it saves me from having to search. So. I get some crap from friends that I know people that are always looking for their keys and I'm not one of those people. I, when I get home, I set my keys in the same spot. I set my wallet in the same spot because then I don't have to go searching for it later on. And I think that's important because for me at least, because it saves me that stress later on from scrambling and looking for my keys and looking for my wallet. And I think that's tied into making the bed. So when you when you have things set up to how you want them, you don't have to worry about it later on. And making my bed, making the bed is, uh, for me, I'm not even talking about making it fancy. I'm not talking about fluffing the pillows. I'm not talking about anything more than putting my duvet on straight and maybe lining up the pillows just a little bit. And my pillows don't even match. Now that I'm looking at it, my pillows don't even match. And it's like, it has nothing more to do with than for me to set something up right to start the day. And I think for me, like I said, since I tend towards having some sort of routine and orderliness, it makes me feel better. And it, it's one of those things that I've learned throughout, I think, the last 18 months, two years that I've been doing it, that it's so simple to do. In that for for how how little pain it is to do it, the 15, 30 seconds that it takes to make it, it provides a bigger return than that 15 and 30 that 15 or 30 seconds of, of pain and discomfort of actually making the bed cost me. So the return on that investment is astronomical, especially over time. And that's me. That's that's one thing that helps me. Um, the, the next one that I wrote down is holding the door for somebody. So, and, and specifically like a stranger. So when I come and go 
from the gym or most businesses that, you know, don't have an automatic door. If somebody's behind me, like it takes two seconds for me to hold the door for that person behind me, whether it's male, female, young, old, holding the door. And I'm not talking about being a doorstop for somebody, but holding the door if there's somebody coming out and letting that person go. It may cost me an extra five, 10 seconds on my day. And when I'm talking about holding the door, I'm not expecting a thank you in return. I'm doing it for me. And I think that's what makes me feel the best is that intrinsic feeling of I am holding the door for nothing more than to be a polite person. And I'm not doing it for the recognition. I'm doing it because I want to do it. And I think that's something, once again, going back to my personal style, I'm more of an intrinsic person. I I am very introspective on a lot of things in life, and I don't need a lot of external feedback or appreciation, although I do love hearing it from the people that I care about the most. And I don't necessarily need it from a stranger, though. Like, I, I'm holding the door not to impress somebody else. I'm holding the door to to line up with my morals and my values, and, 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 and those have to do with me, in some sense, the, the big picture being a quote unquote good person. And it's just a small thing that I can do for somebody. And whether it makes their day, whether it doesn't, whether they even notice it, it doesn't matter. It's, it's something that I notice and it's something that I want to do for myself. And I know we're not talking about fitness and nutrition specifically with, with this podcast, but tying it back into fitness is once you start working out for yourself and you stop doing it for everybody else and to look good, that's when the best workouts come because you're in your own head, you're able to free your mind, you're able to to push yourself and motivate yourself rather than thinking about what everybody else is thinking about you and doing it for somebody else. Doing things for other people can end up causing resentment because if it's not something that you actually want to be doing over the course of weeks, months, years, it builds up resentment, and if and if you hate it, and if you're not internally happy with what you're doing, whether it's working out, whether it's working at your job, whatever it is, it builds that resentment, and you just end up hating it. And that's once again going back to the point of this podcast: is how do you make yourself more fulfilled, and how do you make yourself happier long term? And I'm not talking just short-term happiness. I'm not just talking the, the the quick dopamine hits and the quick fixes. I'm talking how do you make yourself fulfilled long-term. And for me, part of it is aligning what I think about myself, being a good person, up with my micro-actions. So the big picture up with the little picture. And in holding the door without a return, like a thank you, like a gesture, it, it doesn't matter if I get one. Of course, it's nice to get a thank you, but... Sometimes when I'm leaving the gym, I still have my headphones in and I'm not even paying attention if somebody says thank you. But I do it for me. I don't do it for, for anybody else. And the, the, the last one that I wrote down, and this is kind of broad and I, I realize that, but taking interest in somebody else's day. I, I've come to realize everybody is the same. We're... We're all people with feelings and emotions and, and, and stressors and different problems going on in our lives that I've realized that, and I've, I've always, I think that I've always been pretty good at this, but just saying hello to somebody, once again, even if they don't say hi back, 
smiling at somebody, even if they don't smile back. I do it for me. But I think taking it a step further, what I what I really try to do, and I practiced this when I was at the hotel, was trying to remember a small tidbit of information that is tied to that person. And I have a, I feel like, I guess, that I have a pretty good memory. And when I was at the hotel, I remember guests that would come in and they would be traveling across country and because we're, you know, in the middle of the United States here in Nebraska and traveling across country and they'd be making their return trip home, you know, a week, two weeks later. When they come back in, I would, one, try to recognize the name with the face and then I would try to tie it back to, oh, how was your trip to Arizona? How was your trip out east? How was... How was, how's your mom doing? Or whatever tidbit of information, your, your dog's name, whatever it is, trying to remember that and trying to make that person feel like they actually matter. And once again, I do that. It, it does help me out when I am able to remember smaller things about people, when I'm able to remember details about people, but it also makes me feel better inside when I'm able to create that connection with the person, even if it's on a very, very small scale for a brief moment. Because it's, in my eyes, for myself, I view it as I don't have to take interest in this person's life. I can just, when I was at the hotel, I could just go on my merry way and just say, hi, here's your keys, get out of here. But when they come back, and I mention something, or I, or I use that tidbit of information, it, it makes me feel good because it's, it's I'm not more important than that person. Because we're all important. We're all the main movie stars in our, in our, in our personal movies. And that's just something that, once again, just makes me feel good when I'm able to remember small pieces of information about people. Now it's impossible to remember everything about everybody, And of course, the people that are closest to you, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your kids, whether it's your siblings, it's easy to remember those things about them. But when I'm talking about people that are outside of your your close circle, the people that you might interact with once a week or twice in your life, whatever it is, trying to remember something about that person specifically that ties back to them is something that once again, just makes me feel good inside and I don't do it for any recognition I don't do it for anything else other than trying to put a smile on that person's face because when you're able to remember something about somebody it makes them feel like they matter it makes them feel like and it doesn't matter if it's the CEO or if it doesn't matter if it's the janitor treat everybody the same because we are all People. We are all people with, with desires, with, like I said, stressors, with, with life happenings. And realizing that I'm not the only person in this world, and even though sometimes it feels like the world revolves around me and I'm the center of the universe, everybody feels that way. And I think that's that's something that's helped me out long term. Uh, I, I, I hope to make like a, another follow-up episode with with different things that intervene with my personal life that are separate than fitness and nutrition because I do realize as I talk more on these solo podcasts that 
I can only hammer home the point so much about fitness and nutrition that that's not, as a fitness coach, that's not the only thing that I worry about. How do you make your life overall better? How do you become a better parent? How do you become a better uh, spouse? How do you become a better employee and a better boss? How do you how do you live a more fulfilled life throughout? And I think that fitness and nutrition in your in your physical health and your mental health is is a pillar of it. But I think there's more to it than than just the, the the nutrition and the exercise. So I hope to make, like I said, I hope to make more of these episodes to where maybe give you a little bit more insight to what I feel benefits me. And hopefully, whether it's one person or ten people or a hundred people out there that say, "Oh crap," you know that that would make me feel good too, or that's something that I do that makes me feel good, and it and it and it brings that recognition to yourself. I do a lot of internal looking, especially now that I'm I'm a fitness coach. It's it's easier for me to think more because I have a little bit more free time. I'm not tied down to the to the nine to five or the eight hour workday and then come home and and just do my routine. Like it's after sessions, for instance, this morning I had a couple sessions and now I'm doing a podcast. It's easy for me to think. And it's easy for me to look into myself and and stop running from myself and, and, and realize what actually matters to me. And I hope to share that with you. Uh, as always, if you have any questions, don't don't hesitate to email me or to, to send me a message. You can email me at justin at philosophical.com. You can visit the website, philosophical.com, F-I-T-O-S-O-P-H-I-C-A-L.com. If you need any help with any coaching, whether it's in person or online, you can send me a message once again, or you can hop on the website and and check out that information. I appreciate you listening and we'll check with you guys next week.